Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Making Moves with TK. I am here with the woman who knows everyone. Oh God. <laughs> Alexa Motherforking Losi. Hello. <laughs> People of TK's Hello. podcast. Welcome. You may have remembered me when I was a teenager. <laughs> you know what, Alexa? And I don't want you to take this the wrong way because it truly is a compliment. You're kind of like the Meryl Streep of YouTube. In the best way. Where are my streamies? No. <laughs> Where are my streamies? No, but like you really did pave a way for nice. so many females and and males in the space. And what I love about you is how good you are with people. Like I, that's something I admire so much. Thank I think you. that you're like exactly how you are on camera and off camera, um, which is pretty rare. And you just, I like, I'm so envious of your network. And it's just like a testament to who you are as a person. People love having you around. Well, my network is your network, okay? <laughs> That's all I can say. That's I will really say nice I've taken you. advantage of it sometimes. I, I said there's very few people that I will like very much do anything for. And you are one of like probably the five people. I'm so honored. I've told you that endlessly. I know. You're so sweet. I feel like you're my like cool, like 
me- like older mentor that takes you're not even what that much older, older than me. You're not even that much older than me. How old are you? I'm 24. Yeah, dude, you're like acting like I'm like 40. I know, but you're like I'm 26, dude. You're just so like I feel like you're so much more mature than me. I told you what this is. It's a trauma response. It has nothing to do with maturity. <laughs> I wasn't nurtured at certain points of my life, okay? It's why okay. you know it's why you just need to feel your feelings. Feel your feelings. <laughs> okay. So, Alexa, give us the elevator pitch for someone that may not know you for some reason. Okay. I want to know how you got to where you are. Why are you so passionate about mental health and all the things? Okay, so me, I started YouTube when I was 16 years old. It was before it was like really anything. And if you were a girl on YouTube, you did makeup. If you were a boy, you did like gaming. So I. That you is know, so true. Totally. There makeup. was no in between. That was why makeup. I didn't get into because I wasn't into makeup. That's why I wasn't I didn't either. Start, okay. At all. So I so was like you, the one that was bad at it. That like. Got I it. I think. I was kind of, I don't want to be like this person, but I was one of the kind of people that was like, oh, there's this lifestyle element to it. Like, I would wear my school uniforms and, like, style no, like them. you and, were. Like, did a lot of haul videos. Like, Bethany Moda and Juicy Star were definitely, like, above me. But then I kind of, like, was like, oh, I love that. Yeah, like, Juicy I would watch... Star was the first girl I ever watched. Yeah, me too. too. And I, it's so crazy that we ended up being neighbors and friends. But that's beside the point. Um, So, started YouTube when I was a teenager and then kind of just, like, I think, like, of, like as YouTube grew and there was kind of more space for girls to just be themselves, kind of mm-hmm. leaned into that without even really realizing it. And then just kind of, I feel like, became this, like, weird Tumblr fanfic girl and <laughs> really found, like, this, like, new, weird, it, it just, for me, it was really natural. And then the whole time like making YouTube videos but also like trying to work in TV and film so I feel like people that followed me kind of just were more interested in like my life overall than just like my content that I made because I really wasn't somebody that was like pumping out content with like millions and millions of views Mm -hmm. I was just like doing me the whole time so you were living your life and Mm -hmm. kind of sharing little elements and it really was a response to the audience that was like wanting more yeah kind of I've always been like that though I've never been someone that's like thought about producing like strategic it's always been like not even strategic I think if anything it's like the opposite like I think I'm a self-sabotager and I've like shot myself in the foot (laughs) like truly like I don't know how many people I mean this sounds like egotistical that have been like oh my god you could have been so much bigger online and I was like I think Mm -hmm. I would have collapsed so then my breaking point that I think I got like a new audience was I basically went to a psychiatric hospital when I was 17 and that was kind of a response of like the pressure of being a young young youtuber before it was respected and also just like a lot of other psychological stuff that I was dealing with at home and in school and whatever um, and then ultimately kind of had to come to terms with that as an older adult. And that was kind of like peak, con- peak content creation. And I was also being like tied to these random guys that had a lot of tension. So it was just a really weird space. And one day I was like, I'm going to talk about my experience. I'm going to talk about mental health. And no one was also doing that. So I was very much like alone in that realm. And now I'm not happy. trendy when you started talking about no, it. No, it was before 13 reasons. It was before people talked about having anxiety and like no one was talking about being in a psych ward. It was before like, the merch. I totally. Like all, all oh merch my God. Is, like, mental health related now. We've talked about that. I mean, I'm happy Mad Happy donates, and that's, like, part of their whole thing. Um, But, yeah, no, so then I kind of, like, leaned into this more mental health space and then became, like, this mental health lifestyle influencer and then disappeared off the face of the earth for three years because I needed to go take care of my mental health. So that's me. People might remember me from being younger. They might remember me being attached to certain random boys that I never dated that people thought I dated mm. might remember me from like my secret tumblr like I don't know I've been I've been here and there and done all the things disappeared and come back and now I think I'm kind of just in this space where I really love the little community that I have mm. and that's where I am now I'm and I'm you back. are from Laguna yeah I'm from Laguna Beach that's iconic come whenever you want I'll show you around <sighs> I would love that actually yeah we should have a day we should have a girly day yeah let's do okay. it anyway Alexa I want to talk to you about what do you mean 
first of all, what was the your first YouTuber name again? Smoky Pink Leopard. Smoky Pink Leopard. Yeah, iconic. And that's your TikTok name, right? No, I changed it. People <gasps> were like, I don't know what. Who are you? Like, it was Smoky Pink Leopard. But Why then, was it that? <laughs> because I was like, I thought it was fun. like it was when I didn't think TikTok was like real. I, I love, was like, no, I no, I'm talking about like when oh. you made the YouTube. Like, I love like I love old YouTubers because Alicia's is Mac Baby Eleven. Oh, you think and, I like, forgot? Juicy Star 07. Steal like, a Babe 09. Like, yeah, I could go on on everybody's. <laughs> What Maddie was Madison Rose Beauty One. Whoa. Her middle name isn't Rose. It's Jamie. <laughs> it's Jamie exposing it's Jamie. Maddie Bragg. Oh, <laughs> she talks about it. She talks about it. Um yeah, everyone had like a weird name. No, for me, I like don't like numbers and names. Oh. It really drove me crazy. So I was like, okay. I loved the pink leopard bronzer from Too Faced. It was like everything to me. And that's when smoky eyes were like the thing. Yeah. So I was like, oh, like it was all in my makeup table and i was like smoky pink leopard hmm that's cool that's iconic yeah can you please recreate a tiktok of you doing like a smoky pink le- leopard eye look and like act like you're like back in the day like showing <laughs> wait that's such a good like TikTok. at first i was like wait and then i was like no if i redid and you like pretended like make your old background <laughs> oh my god my parents sold that house though well, you can just, like, recreate it, kind of. You know? It was my little brother's, like, green bathroom. Love it. Isn't that weird? It's so weird. It's it's weird that, like, you were probably, you didn't even think about the background when no. you filmed that. And now it's, like, iconic. It's so funny. I have this friend, Dana, and she's a hilarious comedian. She goes by Hottest Dana. Uh-huh. She's unbelievable. But she was, like, she has so many clear memories of my YouTube channel when, when I was a teenager. And she, like, came to me once. She was, like, I have this memory of, like, people saying that, like, you were lying about your size. And your mom came in the room and was, like, Alexa's very petite. Stop coming for her. She's short. Like, she is this size. And, like, she was, like, I just have all of these memories of, like, people, like, body shaming you as a teenager. And the fact that, like, I forgot about all this, well, but yeah, Dana remembers it. But she vividly remembers the layout of my house. She knew my brother's names. Like, it was weird that we became friends. Yeah. But I was, like, her Twitter fan. Incredible. And so she was like, okay, yeah. And now we're just friends. Well, and now everyone, I'm obsessed like, kind of watches everyone. Yeah. I what have people. I mean, I have people that I'm, like, a fan of that I don't, like, I never want to meet them. Yeah. Exactly. You know who they are, Everyone too. knows who they are. Yeah, yeah. I was watching so, their vlogs this morning. I don't want to ever meet them. Yeah. It's just like that sometimes. Sometimes it ruins it when you meet them. Do you know how mad I am that like TikTok was this place for me to be a consumer of just content and I yeah. could be a fan? But all of these people watched me growing up on the internet. So then I see that it's like your friend. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. You were supposed to be unaccessible. Sorry, yeah. I'm like screaming in the mic. No, ex- exactly. I oh, get that. I'm so frustrated. You yeah. were supposed to be unaccessible. Why is the girl that's talking about like PR, Robin, that's like PR moves I'd make for Emma Chick? Uh-huh. Why? Why did why did I have a hold on you? Yeah. The girl Maddie White, who does all of the little like sewing outfits and the slow-mo. Amazing. Followed me and I was like, damn it. This I is know. not what I wanted. Yeah. As I haven't had nearly as many of those experiences as I'm sure because everyone like knows who you are <laughs> or Don't watched you at one point in a, or another. But for me, I've had a few like really big TikTokers that'll be like, holy shit, like I listened to your podcast when I was about to go to fashion school or shit like that. Yeah. Where I'm like that is crazy because like I wasn't I when they were watching I was not big at all so like I'm like damn like that's crazy that like my little title about fashion school like actually helped someone 
Dude, also, like, you know? I think you're selling yourself short. Like, <laughs> no, I think, like, so many people were, like, I don't, like, like want to get into the influencer space, but now it's just, like, such a thing where it's, like, you either have to know yeah. someone or it's literally, like, being bad. Like, when I started YouTube, it was, like, you can do it. Thanks to TikTok, it's kind of different. Yeah. But, like, I think you were really, like, an example of, like, hey, I worked really, really hard. I was really innovative because you didn't just work hard. You, like, came with all of your. No, like, Thank I'm you. so, like, I admire you so much. Thank you. Like, you are literally a shining example of, like, <laughs> no, stop it. Stop laughing, except the compliment. Stop laughing. <laughs> You're like a shining example of like what everyone like, like if you just, if you TK it out, it happens. You know what I mean? Thank you. That means a lot. And, and I think it's true. Like there are a lot of practical tips that now I think creators that have already blown up, they don't even know what to tell you yeah. to do to like get to where they are. Yeah. And I want to be that. I don't want to gatekeep like ideas or like, or yeah. things that I did to help get to where I am like I, I'm all about I guess sharing the wealth and I think everyone has a seat at the table because like I'm still trying to get to the big table you know what I mean yeah and I think there is a seat for me one day and I don't know I think there are a lot of practical tips and tricks people can do to help you know work their way into the space whether it's behind the scenes in front of the camera or both I had so many people tell me they're like you can't do both yeah you and can. I'm like that's what this whole world is is doing totally. both like being in front and behind so Anyway, Alexa, back to you. Talk to me about (laughs) however open you are. I want to know about your experience briefly, like going to the hospital when Mm -hmm. you're so young. Yeah. And why that is such. Well, obviously, it makes sense why it's such a pivotal thing in your life. But why are you so comfortable talking about it now? I mean, it happened almost 10 years ago, mm-hmm. which is so crazy to think. And because, you had your YouTube channel? Yeah, so I was already on YouTube for a year and a half before I went to the hospital. And what, I probably had like 70,000 followers. So it wasn't That's like it was lot. anything crazy. But back then, that was a really big That's a deal. Lot. But I had a secret Tumblr that was like the third, mo- it was the eighth most followed Tumblr account. Shut and it, up. Yeah, it didn't have my name on it. It was just like things I had written, things I had reposted. So it was also like, that wasn't, anything but there was like guru gossip and then on top of it it really wasn't youtube that sent me there because i don't want anyone to like get that misconception like mm-hmm. i had a lot of things in my childhood that were really really challenging mm-hmm. and despite growing up in laguna whatever um and i would just like always put a lot of pressure on myself so one day i was in school and i was like an ivy student i had like an insane gpa i was like set to go to like an ivy league school and i like looked at my teacher and i like walked in the hallway screamed in the hallway and like got in my car and like drove to the hospital I had, like, done research. No, I, like, went myself. Like, I checked myself in. No way. I had done my research. I knew where accepted my health insurance. I knew kind of, like, what facilities were better. So I got really lucky in that sense, but I also researched. And Wait, also... so at the time, too, I don't want to – I'm just ignorant to all mm-hmm. this. So don't take offense if I say something yeah, no, 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 the no. wrong way. Does a mental hospital at that time accept insurance? For instance, with my therapist, mm-hmm. they're like, we, it's weird to find a therapist that accepts your insurance. Yeah, mine does, and I pay out of pocket. Yes, same. So I was just wondering, like, how, how does that work? So it kind of just depends. Like, I went to an actual hospital. There's other facilities. Like, I almost went to another facility the year before that. So obviously, I'd been dealing with stuff for a while. And that was a place in Malibu that was like, you lived there in, like, mm. a house. Mm. And, like, Demi Lovato would come and speak. Like, it was more of, like, the frou-frou. Mm. Not to say that there, like, isn't as much struggle there. But it was, like, the one that was, like, okay, that's where celebrities sent their kids. Yeah. It was in Malibu. You went to the beach. A lot of kids, like, whatever. They don't take health insurance, obviously, at all. You're yeah. paying hundreds 
hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to send your kids there. Um, where I went, I did a lot of research. It was a university hospital. Uh-huh. So I think the reason why they accepted health insurance was because it was like a, there was a lot of med students there, oh. which I felt bad because we really like forked with the med students like all the time because we like knew they were like young and we could like we get them, them to like, <laughs> yeah, we would be like, mm, yeah, I did this last night. And they were like, yeah, we would like scare them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, but yeah, where I went, because it was like a real hospital, they accepted health insurance for a certain amount of time. And then when you were there, like, were you posting on YouTube or obviously not? I, I, for a while, wasn't. Okay. And then I was able to come home on the weekends. Oh, you were. So you were there making videos. Shut up. Yeah. So you're like, (laughs) wait, so were your videos, did anyone know? No, of course not. Oh my gosh. And how much did you feel like that helped you at that time? Uh... Honestly, I wish I would have just like taken a year off and like focused on of what YouTube. Oh, of YouTube. I don't know, because then again, it's like you never know. Like I'm like, if I didn't take the time off, I wouldn't have met like Rebecca and the O2L people, which I feel like they made me really love YouTube again. So I don't know. They gave me like a different per- like once I kind of got out of the hospital and like that was really where I like found my people right after. I think it gave me like a lot of insight to realize that like me being in high school, I ended up leaving high school early and like really focusing on YouTube and like making new friends. And it's when I like started making friends with like all my friends that lived in London and like all of my LA friends, like all the O2L kids. I don't know if anyone knows what like our second life is. It was, I think when I like kind of like people kind of discovered me a little bit more. Uh-huh. Um, well, an O2L, correct me if I'm wrong, was the OG Team 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If anyone wants to come and say that Team 10 was the first content house, I will literally fight for O2L until I die. Like, those people are just Yeah, what did amazing. you think when Jake tweeted? He was like, I invented. Oh, I, read, I, I tweeted him <laughs> back and was like, oh, sir, you are mistaken. The lovely folks over at O2L, they are the Did he respond? OG. Uh, no, of course not. Got it. Do you ever wish that you started YouTube later in life? Do you ever think you started it too early? Like for mental health reasons? Yeah. Honestly, if I like I don't want to say I would take it back at all cuz it's like that's been my life and mm-hmm. that's been like what 10 years of whatever. Um part of me wishes I would have just gone to the school that I got accepted at, I got accepted to and would have had that experience. What do you mean got accepted to? I got into a school that I'd always wanted to go to. You got into your dream school. My dream school. And then you were like, oh, I'm getting all these opportunities with YouTube. I'm yeah, go to LA. in LA. And then like I applied to schools in LA and got into my like my second dream school was UCLA. I didn't get into UCLA, but mm-hmm. I got into USC. Mm-hmm. And so I would like looked at what debt looked like and was like, mm, I'm not going to do this. So I went from like getting into my dream school to going to community college online and pursuing YouTube, mm-hmm. which was also like a really humbling because I was like a huge academic my entire life. I had a 4.7 yeah. GPA in high school and like uh-huh. near SA, near perfect SAT score. Oh, wow. I've been bookish since I was, like, a kid. Yeah. But, yeah, part of me wishes I would have done that, and it would have just been a very different life. And then part of me is, like, I wouldn't have traded this for anything. Yeah. I wouldn't have traded being a teenager, because, honestly, I feel like it was, like, my escape from the weird upbringing that I had. Yeah. Yeah, no, looking back on it, I wouldn't have traded it for anything, Mm -hmm. because it it, it got me out. Mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about your iconic video to all the boys I loved. That's the title, right? Yeah. Yeah. How did that, I, that is like what I see, like that type of art, artsy YouTube video is what I see for you just even now. Like mm. I could see you like coming up with like a cool, not like scripty, like scripted um, scene, but like a little like outline and making it really artsy and cinematic and stuff. Like I could see you doing that yeah. type of stuff now. And I guess what? Like made you, what what made you want to leave that chat or that video up on your channel? 
because you've deleted like hella i've deleted like all of them did you delete them or private they're private okay thank god no i didn't delete them i think it was just a thing where i was like looking back on my channel and was like this is so not a representation of what i was like at that time in my life Oh, I, of what you were like. Of what I was like. I just think like most of the videos weren't, like I don't think I wasn't myself, but they just weren't what I wanted to make. So I only kept up the videos that I was excited about making. And that video, first of all, Smashbox spent $100,000 on that video. Wait, shut up. Yeah, Smashbox gave me a budget and I wrote with our director and the producer. I, those were my poems that I had just written because I was like always writing stuff. I still write Because you are a writer at heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so those were just things that I wrote and we kind of like worked on them together. Wait, a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, a hundred thousand dollars. We had like, did you pitch, did you pitch the video to them or did they come to you? I pitched wanting to work with them and then they were like, well, do you want to do like a makeup tutorial, whatever? Cause I guess Patrick Starr had done like this crazy symphony, whatever. It might not have been a hundred thousand. It might've been like 60,000 You know what? Patrick is known for doing like insane production. I know and, my and video was iconic. more expensive. Yeah, yours was? Mine was. I'm sure. And so it was a gift from Smashbox to me. Basically, they were like, I filmed it. We filmed it at Smashbox Studios. The director is like unbelievably talented. The producer had done a million things. She'd like worked on like a bunch of Cameron Crowe's movies. He's like one of my favorite directors. So it was just like the team was crazy. That's why everyone's like, how did you do this? I'm like, literally the most talented people in Hollywood and $100,000 and a, you know, 25 person crew. Like it wasn't like a chill video. Oh my God. I had no idea. Yeah. We shot it on an Ari, or Ari Alexa and a red, and a, a red, what red did we shoot on? A Scarlet. Like, we shot it Holy on, like, shit. top cameras. Everyone was, like, everything. Like, I, it was a whole thing. It was, like, a four-day show. And shoot. how old were you? I was 21. Wow. So yeah. you were just really proud of that video. I was really proud of it. Are you contractually obligated to keep it up? No. No. It was a gift. I can do whatever I want with it. Wow. We, we, were, we worked in post. Like, I was in the post-production with them. Like, it was a whole, like, as I drove up here, I was like, oh, the post-production building was, like, right near this. We're, we're recording this. Uh-huh. Were you crazy. so happy with the way it performed? I didn't really care how it performed, to be honest. But it was, I'm more, it's more cool to me that, like, there's people that I respect as artists mm-hmm. and I respect as talent or producers or writers that were like, I remember that video you made, like, I have a friend that's a poet who I like admire beyond and she was like I actually like I know who you are because I saw this video that you wrote and it was really beautiful. That video was... actually lives rent free in my head. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Like <laughs> when I'm like going through it, I go back and watch that video. So I'm doing a new one soon. But it looks completely different. But here's And the... I don't have $100,000 No, spend but on it. I was just about to say Alexa like please make vid- you are such a visionary and you're such a like a director and writer at heart like please like use your talent. Thank you. I don't really, it's it's funny because it's like, I think last year I kind of like said goodbye to working in TV and film. Mm-hmm. I just realized yeah, that but, like I'm not happy, but I can do it on my own terms now. Which is way better anyway. Yeah. Like I think that I, you're so not the type of person anyway to like listen to what like an old white dude says and yeah. like puts you in a box. Like you are so like, if they someone tells me no, like the Kris Jenner quote, like you're talking to the wrong person. Totally. And I don't know. I think that you were like... That is such a pocket in YouTube that's missing, like that cinematic, like storytelling, but still relatable, artsy Tumblr girl, like especially with all the MGK, like grunge, like yeah. coming back, like this is your time. It's just expensive. Yeah, but you can do it without a crazy budget. Like yes and no, it's really hard to pull off. But I can, I'll try. Yeah. I'll, you're inspiring. I think me. also though, pretend like. You know when you fly first class and then you go back and you're like, I'm never flying economy again. Like you've experienced first class in the film world. Oh, you yeah. need to like I've experienced private jet in the film world. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So like you need to like 
come back. I need to go from G6 to 65G as a yes. content creator. Yes. Seat 65G. 65 65G. No, but think like, I feel like the passenger in 65G is sometimes yeah. who makes the best work. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's why you look back at like musicians and you're like, oh my God, they're early stuff. Yeah, they're early stuff. They're vintage yeah. music. Yes. yes. So yeah, maybe I need to come back to my like 2014, you know, totally. YouTube I renaissance was, self. I was just thinking about this. I was listening to Carrie Underwood on the way home. It was really late last night. And I was driving <laughs> home. I don't know why. I was like stagecoach. And then I like started listening to Carrie Underwood. And I was going through her top songs on Spotify. Mm-hmm. And a few, a bunch of them I didn't know. And I was like, this is crazy. Like Carrie Underwood, her new stuff. Yeah. I don't know. And I literally thought in my head, I was like, oh, it's probably just because she's like, you know, rich and famous and like, you know, doesn't have like inspiring stuff to write about anymore. Like that's yeah. literally what I thought in my yeah. head. Um, which no tea, no shade to Carrie Underwood. Like, good on you. Like, love totally. your legs, literally. Totally. <laughs> um, but anyway, I just think that, yeah, go back to. It's also crazy because I realized I kind of got less creative the more I, like, started working in traditional Hollywood. That makes sense to me. Like, I, you're so limited. I don't think I talk about it a lot, but when I was 20, I sold two scripts. And so I was working in, like, full flight. Like, I forgot that I did it okay. because it was so long ago. I have to pause you. We're going to go to a break, but I want to come okay. back to this in a okay. second. <laughs> I'm like, wait. We'll I come forgot. back to this in a, after the break. Thanks for watching, guys. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most 
is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Mwah. Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. <laughs> But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. All right, you guys, we are back and we are going to hear about Alexa's amazing two scripts that she sold My when scripts. she was like a baby. But that was a fluke because I sold two scripts and then I didn't sell another one until I was 26. So? And then they all got shelved. So <laughs> there's nothing to show, but that's Hollywood. But it was crazy because it's like it went, I, I started feeling like really uninspired with YouTube when I was around like all these like old white men that would like, that would be like, oh, that's cute. Like you made, oh, that's nice. Yeah. All yeah. these people, like, oh, there's, there's you know, 500,000 people that watch each video you make. Well, there's, you know, 5 million that watch the show. Have you ever thought about writing for YouTubers? No, I don't think so. Why? What do you mean writing for YouTubers? Like, I know there's a lot of, um, like, comedy YouTubers that mm -hmm. hire writers for, like, bits and script, or bits in their videos. Yeah. And I'm sure there's, like some youtubers out there that would have a great or that you would have a great writing style for i don't like i really love writing but i don't really think i'm good at like more like i don't really think i would be a good staff writer if that makes sense oh like i, see. I think i'm better at like coming up with like ideas and concepts and mm -hmm. honestly i kind of see myself leaning more into like the startup world and more of like mm -hmm. building out actual product and kind of building out like more like i don't really even have who knows i might like change my mind tomorrow i don't really have a desire to work in tv and film anymore yeah um, even like I was writing a book, the script I got back from that I sold and I was going to write it as a book and I started writing it and I just like sat in front of it for like three months and was like, I don't want to tell the story. Like it doesn't, mm -hmm. I don't, it will only harm me to like dig this up again and like relive this. And it was like based essentially my story of like when I was 17 and that was also weird to like talk about like my time in the hospital and have like eight different writers rewrite it and pitch it back to me. Bizarre. 
um, and then flesh it out with another writer was also two writers was like very 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 weird and wanting to hear like I don't know it's just the thing where I'm like I'm just so sick of people having stories that are so personal so if I was to go back and write again it would be something that was like completely fictional which I'm also not good at doing I've always written from like personal experiences so why don't you like stories that are too personal because For when you, you, well, you, when you bring me? them to Hollywood, everyone changes everything about them. Got it. So they glamorize it. They sexualize it. They do like it's just it, it's not yours. And that's like part of it. That's like, you you know, you don't get to keep what you make ever. It's mm-hmm. like once you sell it, it's theirs. But then you're like, well, that's my story. And now my character isn't me. And that character like that character was this. And now you made them this. And that was a real person yeah. to me. And I don't know. It's weird when you wrote it personally, I'm sure. Yeah, and it's then like even the book, so it was like if I wanted to keep it really true to myself, I would have had to self-publish it, which is also just like... A nightmare. Yeah. Are there any films out there that you know of where the actual film itself rings true to what the writer wrote? Um, Almost Famous, which is a Cameron Crowe movie. It's based on his actual story. Okay, and he directed and he that. wrote it. I haven't seen um, it. Perks of Being a Wallflower is really special because the writer of the book also directed the movie. Oh yeah, and then Bo, I did not know that Bo Burnham, who's a YouTuber, did uh-huh. Eighth Grade, and that's that movie was like so true Wait, to me. Wait, I need me, to see that because it's like an eighth grader that's like aspiring to be a YouTuber, and she like makes all these videos in her bedroom, and like literally there's like How an Olivia Jade cameo. I don't know, it's amazing. And I met the girl that played the lead girl at a party, and I like had to stop her. Like I never. Do Wait, that. Olivia Jade's in it. Olivia Jade's video plays in it. Whoa. It's kind of amazing. But the movie's crazy. It's great. And so those are some that I feel like have done a really good job of like staying true Uh and authentic to. Wow. I love that. Off the top of my head. I I need to watch those. Those are some good uh, resources. At 20, when you sold those two scripts, Mm -hmm. that's pretty remarkable. Yeah, but then it was remarkable and I thought it was normal and it was a fluke. And it was like crazy because it's like I also felt like for a period of time when I took time off of YouTube, I was like, wow, I was remarkable when I was 20 and now I'm 24 and I haven't done what I've done as a teenager and as like a young 20 year old. So it also like wasn't really great messes with your head. Oh my gosh. That's we'll talk about that in a sec, but that is, that is remarkable that you did that. Do you think that is a testament to your one, your writing two your insane people skills and network or a mix of both? It was all my network. It was, I was not a good writer at all. I think I was a really good I'm I've always been really good at like pitching myself and pitching things. Yeah. And like having imposter syndrome, but I've always had the like little white man inside of me that's like, oh no, 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 give me the money, give me give me what you need. Like I've always been good at pitching myself. Well, okay. Love that. Do you what tip are there any like tangible tips someone can take from that? Like how do you pitch yourself well? Think about like those You've seen them in the in the workplace. Those like guys that literally have no skills, that are so privileged, that have like the, like barely passed a like really like barely made it through college. That's how f boys are with dating. Exactly, they haven't done shit. Imagine like a work f boy. You can put that inside of yourself and be like, "Hey, Chad, <laughs> I deserve hey, Chad. this. Hi, Chad, <laughs> help me fight for what I believe. Help me fight for what I need. Because there's nothing like a Chad out there. Chad's getting the promotion. Chad's getting what Chad wants. Chad dad. Chad's dad owns the company. Yeah. Like." I don't know. You just got to like lean in on that and be like, whatever. And then when you're like, you know, like a little like five foot three blonde girl and you're like, we should do this. People are kind of like, okay, like if you can talk like Chad. Yeah. So you think you really have to like exude Chad confidence? Yeah. And I think like the most important thing too is like literally be nice to everyone. Uh Do not treat anybody differently. Like my dad 
my dad's an entrepreneur and he like really instilled a couple things in me and his like thing that he would always tell me was like you treat the doorman and the ceo the exact same way the same respect Love that. and it's crazy because now i think about like all these people that were like interns at all these companies that, like, me. Ed, that but you know that like influencers would like disregard like they oh, the one yeah. checking them in at the door or whatever like not realizing me. who they were and then now they're the ones in charge of like who gets the brand deals yeah and there's people that are like you were really nice to me when you were 20 and i was the intern of whatever yeah. so i'm gonna bring you a brand deal that's worth more than you are kind yeah. of thing and i'm like yeah you know being nice Gave me a little bit more. So that's something your dad taught you. Yeah, my dad always taught me that. And my mom also is just like from the Midwest and like lovely and kind mm-hmm. to everyone. Um, and a couple other things like I've always gone into before like a meeting and he always says like it's never as good as you hope, but it's never as bad as you fear. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What, what's, who's that co- quote It's from? not. My dad would just say it growing okay, up. Okay, it's never as good as you hope. It's never as good as you hope, but it's never as bad as you fear. That's me every New Year's. Because it's the thing where it's like you go into these meetings and you get like so attached to the outcome of like, oh, my God, I'm going to pitch the script. It's going to be a huge movie. It's going to change my life. It's the next Stranger Things. It's the next whatever. And it's Mm -hmm. like, odds are networks never even going to pick it up. But at least you like sold a script and you made a stride and like you worked in like I was even like my old production office was in Santa Monica and I was driving past it the other day and I was like. Oh my God, the fact that I was like 20 years old and I would go into these meetings and we had these whiteboards and I was like, would draw all over it, building worlds and all these people that were like top dogs in Hollywood were just listening was uh-huh. like crazy. And I'm almost done, but there's just one more no, book. please. It's a play too. It's called The Curious Case of the Dog, Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. Okay. It's a British book. I don't want to spoil it because I'm going to spoil it. Sorry. Okay, guys. spoil it. So it's this kid with autism that goes through this really traumatic thing and everyone's accusing him of like killing this dog in the middle of the night, whatever. But he has been told he can't do everything his whole life. So he's like, if I can find my dad, his dad lives in London. He lives like far. Mm -hmm. All of this stuff happens on his journey to London. And like something happens where his dad was like, how did you make it here? Or I'm doing a really bad job of explaining this. At the end, he was like, if I could make it to London and I could find you without even knowing where you live with knowing, knowing nothing, I can do anything. And it like hit me when I saw this play. It was like, if you can do like once when I was like, I literally did that. If I can do that, I can do literally anything. Yeah. And then I think of like, oh, if I made it out of the mental hospital and like, you know, if I was able to like get that help for myself, like I can. It's literally just building confidence and like actually doing it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to start with selling a script. It doesn't have to start with anything. It was like, oh, I decided like I needed to do that and I did it. So the fact that I did that, I can do anything. Yeah. I love that. I, I, don't know. I Once time someone told me they were like. You're right now you're looking at this end crazy goal. Let's say it's like, you know, buying a house or yeah. something crazy, whatever. And, but and like I we see it as not a tangible thing. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, but actually look back at all the things you've done and look at how big that like journey was. And yeah. you accomplished that. And it does. It's like just yeah. like that play. Like it really does help you help remind yourself or like, you know, give you a little confidence boost that you can reach that crazy over the hill goal. Totally. Or, you know, yeah. that TikTok time that's like, ooh, what a time to be alive. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I'm in my early 20s living in L.A. I'm so hot. Yes. I have live in my own apartment. Yeah. It's like, look at like right now, like we're in this podcast studio. That's amazing. I know. Like, I, I need to pinch myself more. Exactly. Actually. And it's like, OK, cool. Like you don't have a house. Like everyone I started YouTube with has multiple houses at this point. And sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm nothing. I didn't buy a house, but I'm like, that's actually a really, really small way to look at things. It is. 
Like, I wake up in the morning, I have a beautiful apartment, I have a beautiful cat, I have literally the greatest friends, I have everything I could ever need, and, like, what else do I want? Also, you have, like, a doorman security. Like, Like, you don't have to, like, call someone to come get the trash. No. (laughs) Being a homeowner is, like, after seeing, like, a lot of my friends be homeowners, I'm like, not for me yet. I kind of don't want to do that until I get married. Yeah. I I mean, that sounds bad, but, No, I see it. I, I get that completely. Anyway, you are just like a brain. I wish I want to have you on the podcast like all the time so I can just ask you whatever question I want. Just call me. <laughs> okay. Call you me. are a beast at networking. Thank I think you. you're one of the best networkers literally in the world. I honestly would say I am fantastic at it. You are. Yes. It is my superhero. My superpower. It is your secret sauce. And yeah. I believe it is a bit of my secret sauce as well. And it's you probably are, why I am so I have so much respect it. for you. So I want to ask, what are some tangible things and tips you can give to someone that's like, I suck at networking? And also to someone that is maybe not as outgoing as you or, Mm -hmm. you know, I always get questions. They're like, oh, I'm such an introvert. Like, I'm just not naturally outgoing. Like, how how do you network when you're like that? What what do you I guess what are your like golden tips that you tell everyone? And then what are the tips you tell that someone that is like always at home and they don't want to go out? They're an introvert. I am, especially when I was younger, I feel like now I have someone where I could be like, hey, can you introduce me to this person or that person? Especially Mm -hmm. being in the space that we're in. Like, if there's a CEO I want to talk to, it's like I kind of can know, like, if I want to get feedback from it, whatever. Do you ask Um, people, like, do you think that's a good tip to ask someone to introduce you? All the time. And I'm always happy to return the favor. Okay. Um, So how do you do that? I'll just, like, straight up ask. Like, that's the thing. Most people want to help other people. And I learned that very early on. Like, I have a couple mentors that are, so like, true. literally some of the most brilliant people in the world, truly. I don't mm-hmm. even, like, talk about how, like, fabulous they are. And they've introduced me to a million people. But I remember I was, like, turning to, like, one of my mentors one day. And I was, like, I don't even – I don't know if it's because I was just, like, always an outgoing kid or whatever. And they literally told me, they're, like, you could cold email somebody and, like, figure out how to get there. And, like, people just genuinely want to help. Yeah. Like, if you don't ask, it's a no. Totally. If you don't ask, it's a no. But it's also like I would even say like TikTok is now a great resource for like networking. As weird as that sounds, like if you want to work with somebody, make them a video, like put the work in, make the video, do it. It's better than a cold email at this point, because even if you want to cold email it, like, do you know Flexi Lexi? She wanted to work at Summer Fridays and she like made this elaborate, beautiful video. I saw it scrolling my explore page, didn't know, was able to send it over and was like, hey, I found this. And it's like, that's also a great way to network. And then then the girl. I've done that before. I've seen someone's TikTok. They want to work for the company and I send it to the person I know at the company. I've done that too. Because then you're because you want to help. Yeah, we're such networkers. But also like like, you inherently (laughs) want to help somebody that you can see is putting that work in. But the TikTok, that's so smart. But that's why I was like a clubhouse girl for a while because I would love. (laughs) So clubhouse was this app that like for a period of time, like every CEO was on. Yeah. so I would just follow every CEO and like hop in the room and then make friends with other people on the app to get them to moderate me. And then I would just keep raising my hand and asking the CEO questions uh-huh. until ultimately they were like, here's my email or here's my number. Call me. You're being annoying and yeah. like disrupting everybody. We missed the mark by like a week because Alexa and I were talking about having like a recurring room. Yeah. And we were going to do it. But the thing is, is like once the panty was like over, you know, die over. And dying, Clubhouse like, died with it. Yeah, we are. But people don't get on Clubhouse anymore, really, right? No, as which, much, for, which is good for me because I was a toxic Clubhouser. But like, what a great resource! But we also were doing it to like help people network. Yeah, 
Exactly. Okay. So continue. Sorry, I keep um, interrupting I would you. say, honestly, we live in a world where you can literally access anybody. If you want to work for somebody, make them a video. If like, I mean, that's the thing, too. I always was saying cold email, cold DM, whatever. But it's like, I also even get emails. People are like, if you ever need an assistant, whatever. If somebody made me a video and was like, I want to work for you, Alexa Losi, I would be like, I'm not hiring right now, but like, let's figure it out. I'll find you another job. Like, I'll like, I'll see what, like, I mean, you want to help people that like put the work in. Yeah. And I remember there was like a, a girl, um, oh, Abby, Abby from Glam yes. Glow. And I was like, Abby, if there was a brand new content creator and they really wanted to work for Glam Glow, what would work for you? And I was like, this is what I would do if I was a brand new content creator, didn't have a following, wanted to eventually get paid from you. I would reach out and say, hey, Abby, found your info on LinkedIn. I understand. I feel like you're the person to go to. If not, can you point me in the right direction? I love Glam Glow. These are my favorite products. I want to make this, 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 and this content with this, 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 and that. Would you be willing to send over some product? And then from there, ask for, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, you do have to put the initial work into, like, either spending time on the video and making it really special. Mm -hmm. um, I want to, like, send you the link so you can put it in the show notes of, yes. like, Lexi's video. I would love that. Um, oh, her name's Alexa. She's great. Oh, my God. Amazing. Um, but... Just that, like taking the extra step, like everyone, it's so easy to send a DM to a million different people, uh -huh. but it's like, be specific of what you want. Uh -huh. Be very clear of where you want to work, who you want to connect with and like do it. It is funny. Almost sending a DM now is almost too easy. It's yeah. like, first it was like cold email now. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, oh, just DM. And now it's like, no, make a video, make a video or make a, you know, make a blog for the blogger, make a, make what you can do provide value to for mm -hmm. the creator who it is that's what i think yeah right? i do too and like be like this is what i can do like yeah. i even had a graphic designer come to me and they were like hey this is what this would look great on your banner what do you think about this if you have any notes would you want to collaborate on this like this is my rate but i'll lower it to whatever because i really you're somebody that i see the value in working with totally and if you can refer me to other people and i was like that is so cool i'm gonna pay you your full rate uh -huh. because you're worthy of it uh -huh. and i would pay anyone their full rate i'm not taking a discounted yeah. rate for talent also like creators don't ever do that pay people what they're worth uh -huh. um agreed agreed but it was just like, I don't know, it was one of those things. Or even just like, there's been a couple of people that have come up to me at parties, just knowing who the players are, like knowing, like, there was a girl that came up to me and she was like, you're Alexa Losi, you know everybody. This is what I want to do. Do you know anyone? Came up to me at a party. Hot. And it was another creator's assistant. Uh -huh. And I was like, I haven't made content in a long time. So you've just been on the platforms, kind of seeing uh -huh. who interacts with whatever. Uh -huh. And I was like, you are smart. Uh -huh. You are a good networker uh -huh. and I will help you. Uh -huh. Just stuff like that. And I would also say for anyone that's introverted, Start like talking to cashiers at Trader Joe's. Start like networking with oh, local people. I love Start that. becoming a regular places. Like when I'm really feeling in, like I'm not introverted at all. I'm like a 10 out of like extroverted. Uh -huh. But I always tell people like talk to strangers and like ask someone, ask the cashier how their day is. That is or such a good tip. Whatever. And people at Trader Joe's are mm -hmm. so nice. So just go to Trader Joe's. Yeah, Trader Joe's are so nice. Go to Trader so Joe's. True. Go to Erewhon. Go to the coffee flirt shop. With you. <laughs> they will flirt with you. But just like getting comfortable talking to people like that. Yeah. Asking them questions. Like eventually, I don't know, one of my friends, one of like among my mentees, um, friends asked me like I really want to do this what do I do and I'm like you provide your services for free or discounted you reach out to people that you admire and you're very specific as to who you want to connect with there's even been like lunches that I've like been dying like Bobby Brown has been one of my icons forever uh -huh. I went to this lunch knowing that Bobby Brown would be there uh -huh. I emailed the people that were doing the seating chart and I was like I Shut have up. been no I emailed them I go I've been wanting to pick Bobby's brain for years I need to meet her can you please seat me next to Bobby? Shut up. Seat me near Bobby. They sent me directly across in the entire lunch. I like literally only, I just was like, she was sitting oh, across from me. That is genius. Her like point of contact was sitting like across and like both of them, I just talked to them the entire lunch. 
I was that like, is incredible. I, I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's like, okay, cool. I've been known this PR girl forever. I've built a relationship with her. I like her. She's great. Knowing like, hey, you who's knew in charge okay of this? To ask. Even if it wasn't, I would have anyway. Okay. That's what I want to ask you though. I feel like there is a line. Yeah. When you, you know, you like have worked, 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 and then you can, it's okay to ask for a mm-hmm. favor or whatever. I, I do think there is something to that. So how do you go about that like when do you know it's the right time and place to ask someone for a favor or or a a good question or you know for them to help you or to network like how do you how did you know that that was okay obviously like you've built an amazing reputation and and things like that but like for someone that has has nothing to them like how do you what's the line so for me I'm just like genuinely genuinely love getting to know people Mm -hmm. I genuinely love like poking fun at myself. I love like getting to know like little things about people. I think people are absolutely fascinating. I've been that way my entire life. And I think literally everyone has such an, every every human is living their own vivid experience and their own vivid life. Mm-hmm. Everyone has cool insight to give. Everyone is like interesting. And I think anyone that's also like naturally attracted to like wanting to work in like either influence or whatever, like we mm-hmm. obviously have things in common. Mm-hmm. So it's like once I feel like I know that person and like I'm like, okay, if I know, if I know who your kids are, if I know like, if I follow you on Instagram, if I whatever, like we have a friendship or we have this like at least kind acquaintanceship mm-hmm. that like I just don't really feel uncomfortable asking a lot of people. There's certain people that I'm like, oh, I don't know that person at all. Like I feel weird. But for the most part, part I'm like I feel like I either know your coworkers or I know I have a relationship somewhere along the line that you I'm find like a common okay denominator yeah okay speaking of this have you ever had experiences because I have where mm-hmm. you're doing your thing you're in your groove like you're being that you have your secret sauce you're about to ask them with a really good question and mm-hmm. then they just don't respond well yeah or uh, how do you deal with that move on you just don't take it. Do you know how many people there are too? It's like if you are, I'm not saying I'm perfect. Like they're weird. I've you... been I've been unprofessional a handful of times in my life. I've done things that are weird a handful of times in my life, as we all have. But I'm not going to sit here being like I'm a perfect networker. I'm perfect talent. Yeah. I'm a perfect entrepreneur. Like no way. But like I think you just have to realize that like if you did something weird, like apologize for it, move on. Like even something random happened recently where I was like, oh, it like wasn't the best move on my end. And I was like, hey, I just want to be like fully honest. Like that was weird. I'm apologizing, whatever. And Wait, they were, I love that though. And they were also like, yeah, it was a little weird, but like, don't worry about it. Like we're all good. And I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, if they're like, or even like recently, like I had to cancel on something last minute. And I was like, okay, like I'm realizing I'm canceling last minute. I think just realizing that like what somebody else does is equally as valid as like the energy that you put into something too. Being aware of people's time and their effort. I think uh-huh. if, as long as you're that doing that, I don't really think there's a way to uh-huh. like, be as long as you know that you've always respected somebody else's time acknowledging it totally i'm not doing a good job wait can you repeat the question so i can i was just asking like when someone let's say you go up to like someone you really mm-hmm. admired let's say it's like miley cyrus reese, yeah. reese witherspoon someone like that and you go up to them and you're like you're doing your routine like you're mm-hmm. being super outgoing super charming you have your secret sauce you have a really good question yeah. um they respond well to the first question and then you keep going and then let's say they get weird yeah. They're like, just weird. Oh, okay. I don't okay. know how to describe it. And they kind of make you feel weird now or like you're not worthy of their time and stuff like totally. that. How do you deal with people like that? Because that happens a lot to myself and just that's how the industry works sometimes. People are weird. So a couple things. You always have to remember that like the way that somebody treats you. Okay. First thing I would say is always like you have to have the awareness of like knowing who you're going up to. And I think as long as you can respect everyone's time and kind of like, it, not that there's like a hierarchy, but they're 
is in uh-huh. a room. Like, if I was going to go up to Reese Witherspoon at a party, I better have a really good question. Yeah. I better be asking something pressing. Because the fact that Reese Witherspoon is at that party, she's going to be there for 30 minutes max. She went there to support this. Like, she goes for a reason. Uh-huh. Reese Witherspoon's not trying to network with no. anybody. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon is, like, either paying her respects so or true. supporting someone or has an obligation to or be getting there. Paid. Or is getting paid. Like, yeah, like, she's not there to, like, talk to me. Yeah. Like, if I do have an opportunity to, like, talk to Reese Witherspoon, you best believe I'm going in there with my best foot forward. Uh-huh. And I know what I'm going to say as quickly as possible. Like, literally, like, when I used to do stuff, like, for, like more like uh, politically court like if I was ta- like when I was talking to Hillary Clinton I knew what I was going to say to her yeah I was very clear that like she has literally built this career so like my my career is here Hillary's is here yeah. like like her time is worth more than mine by a I can't even say that <laughs> yeah. like that's ridiculous but it's like okay yeah, you just have to have respect for other people's careers and their time and everyone's obviously everyone's time is like valuable and whatever but it's like being very concise and clear and just knowing that certain people aren't there to like help like certain people they want to help you but they're also like uh-huh. you don't go up to Reese Witherspoon yes you you make a friend that knows Reese Witherspoon and eventually is Got like it. hey I have okay. a specific thing I'm asking of Reese or so there is a little bit of strategy behind approaching uh, yeah. people yeah I mean if you like like back in the day when I was pitching stuff I was like oh I want to go pitch at Reese Witherspoon's production company it's like you are like okay am I gonna like use this moment of being like oh do I get a picture with Reese or do I like say like I wonder who works at her company that I could connect to or yes. that I could also help Yes. I'm not, can you ask the question one more time? I'm doing really, really bad. Job. No, no, no. You're doing great. Okay. I, I was just asking if you were, were to approach someone mm-hmm. and it was a big time person. Okay. And they respond weird. Okay. They respond they, weird. They don't respond how you would want them to or like even better. It just, it feels weird now. Okay. And you're like, shoot, should I have said that? Did I overstep a boundary? You know what I mean? You're doing your thing. Okay. And it went a little, the convo got weird. How I, do you deal with that? Sometimes I will say, I feel like it's you, maybe. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's us, but sometimes it's just on that. And maybe they're like having a bad day or it's weird. Like, how, how do you deal with that? I mean, a lot of it is like emotional intelligence on both people's end. Okay. Like being able to read the room and be like, okay, this person is here for 20 minutes and they want to network and that's kind of, or they, they don't want to network. They're here for an obligation. Okay. Yeah. You don't go up to them and bother them right then and there. Got you're, it. You're not like, oh, hey, what's up? Check this out that I'm doing. Like they don't care. They don't want to be there in the first place. So knowing time and place. Knowing time and place, being able to kind of gauge, like if you know anyone that knows them, maybe whatever, maybe they're in the mood to make friends, maybe they're not whatever but I think also like realizing that like the way that somebody treats you is never reflect is always a reflection of them and not of you oh love that but it's like you don't know let's say you're approaching Reese Witherspoon at a party like she could be having the worst day ever yeah and then you come up and you're like Reese I wrote the script do you want to read it and she's like no that's the last thing I want to do like I'm going through x y and z like this happened this happened of course she's going to be polite but I think like being able to realize that someone's not receptive that's when you just go thank you so much I hope you have a wonderful evening yeah and that's it. I think that's no. I think if it's weird, you go. Thank you so much for talking to me. I really, really admire you. Don't take Thank it personally. Whatever. Don't take it personally ever, and just be gracious for the time. Got it. I love that. Speaking of people that are sometimes weird mm-hmm. in the big, you know, celebrity world, the influencer world. Yeah, in the influencer <laughs> world. Let's talk about your incredible influencer encounters after the break. So, Alexa. Just tell me about your influencer encounters and how that came to fruition on TikTok. Explain what it is. Sheesh. Um. <laughs> Sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> What's up? I, I basically live with a TikToker. Sarah. 
She's. A, I want to meet her. Oh, come over. Okay. She. She. We. She lives like a floor away from she me. She does. Yeah, she's like my sister. Oh my god, she's adorable. Do you, have you guys known each other forever? Or? No. So how I Sarah. I'm her friend, and this is really hard for me to try to say her last name. It's, I'm not doing it right. Ishagradai. Oh wow. Gorgeous. I, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's literally, it means big house in Spanish. And <laughs> I like brag about her all the time because she's like my little. Did you guys lady. meet in the building? No. So I was scrolling on TikTok and I was like, this girl's so talented. She makes all those amazing acting TikToks. Oh. And then I went to her Instagram and I saw that she followed me. And so I messaged her and I was like, you have a really special light about you. Wait, what? I didn't know she was a TikToker. Yeah, she's huge on TikTok. Oh my God. I need to. Sarah, I just thought she Sarah was like, like seven million followers on TikTok. Oh my God, I just thought she was like your bestie, and I was like, I want to be besties with her. Yeah, no, she's crushes it on TikTok. No okay, so I saw it. her on my for you page, and I was like, she's just like, I need to know this girl, and so I DM'd her, and I was like, hey, I don't know where you live, but like, here's my number if you want to like Facetime soon, and we can like talk. And we're so we're so she was similar. just like, but she was like, I followed you for a long time, and I was like, well, I just want to let you know, like, I'm here if you want me to. There's a couple like younger girls that are on TikTok that yeah. I'm like. If you have contracts, send them to me. If you're confused, yeah. ask me. Like, I've been doing this for 10 years. Love that. And she was like, I'm in L.A. in a couple weeks. So we went for dinner and just hit it off. And she's she was 19 and I'm 26. And she's just like my little sister that I never had. And when she moved to L.A., I'm like so protective of her. I was like, you're moving to my building. Adorable. So now, yeah, I we're, we're together all the time. She's literally her. I need to meet her. You need she, her sister and I are close. Her mom and I are close. Like we're just she's the best. Adorable. I got so lucky. So did she tell you to do influencer? No. Okay. She teaches me TikTok things. Oh, okay. Copy. So the oh, yeah. uh, sheesh. Yeah. Like I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> and she'll walk into my house. We're like sheesh. I'm like oh my god. Thank God. <laughs> we were on. I got invited to my first ever brand trip trip by myself was a benefit one i was like screaming crying throwing up freaking out that's also tiktok <laughs> screaming crying and screaming, throwing crying, up, throwing up. <laughs> and i literally like i was the girl on the trip that was like telling all the like benefit like employees and people that work for them which by the way they're the coolest people ever i'm sure they literally were all like the whole trip i was like and, and they're like oh my god this new girl but i just <laughs> i know i sometimes you got to be the one did jared do your brows jared did do my brows yeah. he is the king of brows and yeah. also just like king of my heart i love, <laughs> I love him. him he does my brows too yeah i can see a jared bailey brow your brows are great you have great brows anyway well. continue um encounters my influencer, influencer encounters. encounters i mean this is i feel like why i am in the recent days loved and feared by influencers i have people that come up to me that are like i'm scared of you i have other people that come up to me that are like why you changed my life and all the people that are scared of me are the lovely influencers and all the ones that are like these are so good are the horrible ones <laughs> dead Oh my god! I had an influencer encounter the other day that I haven't shared. Okay, I feel sure. bad because it came from a really good place. Wait, I want to hear it. But um, I mean, yeah, I've been, like all the new creators that I have been befriending lately have all been TikTokers, and they're people that like you know we become mutuals. Yeah, and yeah It's yeah. like a whole influencer TikTok uh -huh. culture or whatever. This and TikTok girl came up to me and we were talking, whatever. And I was like saying, I was just like saying something. She was like, so what do you, like her friend was like, so what do you do? And I was like, oh, I make like videos talking about like my encounters with YouTubers. And I was like, I feel like at this point, like I'm running out of material and I probably need to like switch. Like I'm like, I need to be, I need to do something that's not so much uh -huh. on other people on TikTok and like uh -huh. find myself there. And she was like, well, it seems like it worked out for you. You got invited to Aloe House. And I was like. I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead. It came I'm from, dead. like, such a good place, but oh, I was like, no. I was like, I know I'm not, like, the sheesh, but, like, the sheesh. <laughs> sis, I've been around for a while. Oh, congrats. <laughs> you know what? I've never been invited to Aloe House. 
Oh, I can bring you with me. No, I I need to I need to work my way up on TikTok. Yeah, you apparently. need to work your way up on TikTok. No, but I, I feel bad telling <laughs> okay, you because it came from a really it. it came from a really like pure nice yeah. spot, and it was also extremely humbling. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay, but give me your like best one. What's your favorite one? Or I guess we, we could talk about the one that I happened to me. Let's talk about the one that I stole. Yeah, well, you you provided. Yes, yes, yes. So. I'll Venmo you the um what my my creator fund yeah my creator the, the one dollar I made from the video yeah the fifty cents <laughs> so I had I mean I have a gazillion influencer encounters basically Probably more than I do influencers I I need to start like writing them down and sending them to you because I feel like I get a lot of them because I'm not I work for a big influencer and so it's like. I, sometimes people are awesome and re- most of the time people are really nice to me and you know especially because I work for someone they really respect like it's just mm-hmm. inevitable when you meet someone through a friend it's like you're nice to them sometimes though there I, there I get the I get the I don't know I just get the juicy stuff about how influencers actually are sometimes you know not yeah. everyone's great and but there are a lot of awesome people in the space and this particular i went to a gifting suite it was oh, like my I first time story it's my <gasps> first time at a gifting suite because i'm new to this i really am and in my mind you're like a massive influencer no but like i started you are i started posting huge. on my youtube channel like during the panty and you fucking crushed it but like, working cr- no it's okay i cuss sometimes on here okay. it's fine so I it was my first gifting suite and I was like so nervous I like took so much time to get ready and Alicia I like begged her to go with me because sometimes she'll like have someone go for her you know she's busy gal and so my boss Alicia Marie was like oh we'll go together whatever you know we split the uber code they give her like a heftier uber gift card than me (laughs) so I'm like we're gonna go in your black and we like (laughs) show up and um it was my first time and I was so excited I just couldn't believe that you could like basically they invite influencers to a showroom where you can pick out clothes that you want so in hopes that you post it and tag the brands and stuff and sometimes like for people of my size they're like okay in order if you take this you have to post a story or nothing in this world is free <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> no such thing as free lunch so anyway sometimes in my case they'll be like oh you know tk you get three items here and you have to post a story alicia you get seven items and you don't have to post or whatever <laughs> it just depends on your size which yeah. is totally i get it yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Um, I actually prefer it when people are blunt instead of like acting like it's it's fair because it's just like yeah. it's not. So anyway, I'm going. I'm picking up myself. I'm so excited. I'm like such a hoe for free anything. Oh, love. Um, I love free shit. Well, also like I like love clothes and just like items and like I love materialistic things. Like I love trying new. Are things. Are you a Taurus? No. Do you have Taurus in your chart? I'm a Cancer. No, I am. I'm a Cancer rising and uh, Moon. Is that what it is? Sag. You're a Sag? That's my rising and moon. Sag. Oh, I'm a Sag. I know. That's why we get along so uh-huh. well. But I'm a Cancer. But everyone thinks I'm a Leo. Uh, you come off as a Taurus to me. Really? Yeah. I've never gotten that. Yeah, you're, you're Taurus. Do you have Libra in your chart? No. I'm like heavy Sag, heavy Cancer. Weird, that right? That makes no sense. Anyway, I love cl- I love okay. clothes. Okay, <laughs> I was like, like, wait. I don't know if it's because it's like I'm new to the space, so I'm like I cannot believe I'm getting this like really expensive thing for free. Yeah. So like I'm not used to like gifting at all. Yeah. Like that, I'm very still very excited about it. You're not I'm jaded not- like me. Like a package comes and I'm like, Ugh. yeah, no. Like when a package comes, it's still Christmas for me. I'm so excited. Like, 
I just am so excited. That's why I post so many PR stories because I'm like, I can't believe this. But dude, but then if I walk into my building and there's not a package for me, I'm like. (laughs) It's just, it's the lay of the land. You get used to things, right? One day it it will stop and I don't know what's going to happen for me. It's like Christmas for me. I love it. I love it. So anytime my manager's like, hey, you want to be on this gifting like (laughs) list? I'm like, yes. Please. Please. (laughs) So anyway, I go to this gifting suite. I'm having the best time. They give me my list. They give Alicia Marie her hefty list. And we go to town. I'm shopping. And I pick out my stuff. You know, yada, yada, yada. I'm like going to all the little racks. And I'm not missing a rack. They're like, they give us the brands. It's like this, all these racks. And they're tall. So you can't really see people. It's like you're in a corn like field maze. And, but it's like clothes. And I'm going, I'm not missing a rack. I'm going to all of them. And you get your sizes and yada, yada. So there's a girl who was also invited to the gifting suite there. I think she's an Instagram person. She is. I and know her. What? I you know, know her. her. Okay. I don't. But I recognized her from Instagram. So I was shopping like a few racks over. And like I said, you can't really see people because the racks are so high. And there, she's like down a few racks. But I could hear her and she's with a friend. And they're like shopping. And sometimes, you know, brands that are popular, they're missing sizes. So it's like they're missing the popular sizes like um you know a smaller size or a bigger size or whatever they just have limited sizes so at this particular rack they were at there was only one i think size six left i'm like forgetting the actual story because i probably blacked it on my head (laughs) Uh, it was so traumatizing i'm and by the way i'm like a size six like true and true like medium size six i'm like since when is a size six okay finish whatever I'm like medium size six. Sometimes if it's like an A Goldie jean, I'm like a little bit smaller. <laughs> but the a if it's a girlfriend denim, I'm like way bigger. It's yeah, just like <laughs> that's we're the is. same. <laughs> yeah. A Goldie makes me feel very skinny. Girlfriend makes me feel the opposite. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway, I um, am shopping and she like I can hear her and she's with her friend. And by the way, she's like totally the girl Alexa tells me later on that is like love who you are and the body you are in like that like you know that type of vibe which like fork yes like i would hope everyone's like yes but i hope you don't act like this and then so so this is so funny so just like know that as she's like about to say what she's about to say so she like picks something off the rack mind you i can't see her i could just hear it (laughs) pick something off the rack and she's like it's a size six or she said something like that she's like oh it's a size six she's like I wish I could, or what did she say? I'm messing it up. She was like, like, it was like, I wouldn't be caught dead. Like, yeah, she was like, oh, as if. Like, I would never, she I would was never like, be a size six. yeah, she was like, how embarrassing that there's like a size six. Like, <laughs> no one's going to be able to fit into this. Like, oh, I would never. Um, Like, literally out of Mean Girls, like the, what's the store in Mean Girls? It's like 246. 246. Yeah. Oh, you might want to try Sears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lit- I mean, it was like, she was like, Regina George and it was the craziest thing she literally I mean I wish I could remember the exact thing she said out of her mouth it was something like oh like as if anyone here could fit in a size six or or it was more so like oh like ew if you're size six you don't deserve anything like that was the vibe it was she was giving off I'm not kidding you Alicia and I were like our, our size six asses were yeah. like, uh, a size six crickets. is so small. <laughs> like literally crickets. Like long story short, it was such a f- 
funny, interesting, and honestly sad. Like, my, I was like, all right, oh, yeah. when do I wait for her to leave to go to this rack to get the last size six? Because, like, I want it. I want the free thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no. Uh, but anyway, Alexa kind of retold the story. And it's so funny, like, the amount of people that texted me and were like, who was it? Oh, and yeah. And then that were commenting, like, guessing who it was. Oh, yeah. So funny. No one got it. No one got it. No one got it. Well, I don't think pe- many people know who this creator is. Yeah. I don't. I, at least I didn't really. I like. Yeah. I knew of the name because like I recognized her face, but I don't personally yeah. follow her. I have so many other funny stories with her. But really? They, they're kind of incriminating, so I can't. Okay. The thing is that people think my influencer encounters are crazy. My celebrity encounters are crazier, but I'm never going to tell them. Yeah, because that's scary. Well, no, I just also think, like, influencers kind of, like, choose to an extent to, like, share so much of themselves. Like, celebrities don't. That is true. So I want to respect that. Yeah. I will say, though, TikTok has totally become a place of, like, exposing, like, everyone. Yeah. Like, celebrities, like, how they were when they bought their coffee and whatever. And Yeah. I mean, I live for, like, a TikTok that's, like, exposing a celebrity. Like, I can't lie. Like, sometimes it's a guilty pleasure, and I'm, like, watching it, and I'm, like, holy crap, that's crazy that they said that. But to some degree, like, I feel bad because not everyone has their best day all the time. That's why I also don't do it is because I feel like with influencers, these are all people that, like, I at least – they you know. know me. Yeah. I know them. Mm-hmm. Like, we actually had a real conversation, a real encounter mm-hmm. versus, like, even, like, friends or people that I know that are celebrities. I'm like, I wouldn't want to, like, share who they are in yeah. their life, I yeah. guess. Especially they didn't sign up in for this that. case, like, being, like, a body positive, like, person and then, like, actually saying, like, that's just weird. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That's weird. Um, but I, I don't know. I do feel bad to some degree, like some celebrities getting exposed, like when they were like mean getting their coffee. Cause like, what if they just got told the worst news of their life? Like I try and always think. And of it's that. everyone's always, everyone's try- waiting for them to mess up. Yeah. They're waiting for them to be rude at coffee. Yeah. Like I even have one totally. friend that I have one friend that I'm really close with and like they went through a lot in the past couple of years and, or the couple of years that we were really close and like literally like would be like, gotta go get coffee. Let me like, Hey, like just knowing that everyone's watching and I'm like, that sucks. Cause mm-hmm. if I'm having a like annoying day, mm-hmm. I can go to Air One and be like, thanks, whatever. Like I can say nothing to the cashier mm-hmm. and they don't care. Mm-hmm. But if like I was Beyonce, they'd be like, Beyonce was so cold uh-huh. to me at Air One today. And it's like they don't owe you they don't owe you being nice. Yeah. Uh, that's also kind of why I might be done with the influencer encounter soon. Is because I feel like for a period of time it was funny and it was like fun to poke fun of like influencer culture. And now it's kind of a thing where I'm like it kind of at this point is just becoming like gossipy and I don't want to be a tea channel. You I know? I see what you mean and I agree. But also I think out of all the people in the world, like you are the most credible when it comes to telling. Totally. Because you, your intention isn't to be gossipy. No. It's to be like, listen to this ridiculous, hilarious story totally. that happened. And I know your intent. I know yeah. probably the rest of the world doesn't really, but like I think they do. I think I think people know it comes from a place of like I really protect people's identities. Yeah, that is true. I really and try you to not battle for like, people in the comments too. Totally, I protect people like mm-hmm. for sure. And like if it's a good friend too, or if it's someone that's just really undeserving that didn't, yeah, like whatever. And most of it's like most people don't ever guess who they are. They think they know in the comments, and I'm like sometimes they get it right, most of the time they don't. Got it. Yeah, I I do think out of all the people in the world, you're the most like credible and like you tell it such in a funny like comedic way. It's just like I agree. There is some truth to it, you know. Totally. It's so fun. anyway, Alexa, it Wait, has been such a pleasure. I have a oh, you for you. Oh my gosh. Wait, is this the double Chanel bag? 
Yes, it is. Where the fork did you get this? Show the camera. I got it from the real real. Except it kind of got destroyed a little bit. It's ago, so cool, Alexa. I wanna. I feel like you're one of the people I would want to shop your closet. That, my closet's kind of weak these days, but I think <gasps> I think in a little bit it'll be better. Is that a dreidel? Yeah, this is for you. <laughs> Shut the fork. <laughs> I'm really good at the dreidel. Wait, I love this. Did Sneaky Link give you this? Oh, I got Shin. That's not good. Yeah, these are from Sneaky Link. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, what is? I don't. I'm not familiar with okay, what so everything means. Dreidels. Okay, spin it. I'll like. I'll tell you what it does. Okay. You oh might just spin it on your computer. Oh, okay. I'm nervous. Okay. Wait, why am I messing it up? Here, because we're not all natural. That's the best one. Okay. So when you put all of the chocolate coins in the middle, forgot what it's called. I'm brand new to dreidel. Um, <laughs> brand new to dreidel. Brand new to dreidel. I would need to call him to specify it. Sneaky um, Link. Sneaky Link gave me the dreidels. So you put all Thanks, the. Sneaky Link. Sneaky Sneaky Link. The joke was that we met on Locks Club, Sneaky Link and I, but we didn't meet on Locks Club. So now there's just like this. I can I got, see you with a Jewish guy. I got Gimmel. Um, for sure. Well, if, as long as I keep getting dreidels, you know. <laughs> you love a Jewish guy, don't you? I, previous to Sneaky Link, did I date anybody else that was Jewish? One other guy that was Jewish. I just think Jewish guys are so fun. And oh, like, yeah. they just have that like, I don't give a fork mentality. At least some of the Jewish guys I've like dealt with, like they're just like, so like, out like, I don't know, expressive yeah. and fun and outgoing. And I feel like that is you, too. We so, love like, it. you're a good match. Well, I don't really know if it's, like, has to do with them him being Jewish. But he's very much like me. Alicia mm -hmm. and everyone met him the other day. He didn't come to the party. I know. I'm I wish so sad. Did. I really was. I, was I, too, was, like, mm, sneaky. Like, and then as I was giving you the dreidel, I was, like, oh, I have his inhaler in my purse. <laughs> wow. That's how you know it's, like, a real. It's getting to be more than a sneaky link. Oh, hot. Go. Hey, sneaky link. It's a. She's holding his inhaler right now. Yeah. Iconic. He's probably going to, I don't know if he's going to make yeah, it Yeah, I this hope far. he doesn't need it right now. He has, like, this is his second inhaler. Oh, okay. I just, like, when might go places In with case him in emergencies. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, got it. Well, Alexa, thank you for the amazing gift. You're welcome. And thank you for coming on the podcast. You have been an absolute delight, and I would thank love to have me. you on again one day. I would love to come, and when I launch a podcast, I would love for you to be a guest. Yes. Wait, uh, where can everyone follow you? Pimp yourself out, TikTok. Um, YouTube, the whole, whole nine yards. On YouTube, I'm youtube.com slash Alexa. On Instagram, I'm Alexa Losi. And my last name is loser. Drop the R at a Y instead. <laughs> and then TikTok is Alexa.losey, L-O-S-E-Y. Amazing. Loser, drop the R at a Y. Loser, drop the R at a Y. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in and watching. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Making Moves Pod. And follow me on Instagram. Instagram. Twitter, TikTok, at TK's Juicy Polls. Be sure to make someone's day this week. Peace. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.